Hey everyone, Steve here from 11ish, a channel where we talk about lucrative investment strategies and opportunities based on the requests from the 11ish collective. Today we're going to talk about a recommendation from one of our members and it's DocuSign. DocuSign is a relatively boring company but a very interesting investment opportunity so we're going to talk about how it might fit in your portfolio. If this is the type of content you've been looking for, please hit that like button and let's get started. DocuSign's main business is for digital signatures. Imagine you're signing an NDA, a legal document, a contract for a multi-million dollar deal. In the beginning, I, I gotta be honest with you, I thought it was a really stupid idea because who's gonna trust a digital signature? I mean, I forge signatures when I was a kid to, as, a, as a funny thing all the time. I mean, I used to forge my grandma's signature when I got a bad grade. So, so I didn't think that anyone would trust it, but Technology has gone a long way, especially with the technology that's around digital signing so that it can prove that you are the person that's signing it with geofencing, with you know like secure login so that you have a tracked audit record. All of these things is making digital signing trustworthy and now digital signatures are basically accepted in most of the world. I mean with this company I basically snoozed at the wheel because the technology wasn't particularly interesting to me. Uh, and through that, that time, they've signed 660,000 paying business customers. And I did notice around me that more and more companies are utilizing DocuSign to close deals to, you know, when I'm dealing with real estate, they're making me use DocuSign to sign signatures. And there's just widespread adoption. And because of COVID, I started reevaluating what DocuSign has to offer. And I think especially during this COVID period, I think there are three core reasons why you might want to invest in DocuSign. The first reason is that DocuSign actually has a social network viral effect built into its tool. And the idea here is that if I want to have you digitally sign a document, I'm sending you a document through DocuSign. And because of this, if you're not using it, now you see how it works. If you see that it works very, very well, it incentivizes you to also sign up for DocuSign, right? Basically, I'm recommending to you to use this product, you get a free demo, and if you like it, you'll sign up. So if the tool is great, and it works, and it makes your life easier, it's really, really uh, likely for you to start signing up to DocuSign. That's the viral social network effect. DocuSign doesn't have to do the advertising themselves, their customers are doing it for them. And the second piece of that puzzle is that if your security team has vetted the product and once you've created adoption it is one of those tools that's really really hard to get rid of even if they start hiking up the price because the team's already used to it you know the adoption is already there within the company it just costs more for them to revet another tool it costs more for them to uh, reimagine their workflow that's worked great already now that they have DocuSign right so between the viral effect and the stickiness of the product this makes DocuSign a really, really great product. And the core reason why I think DocuSign has done very well this quarter is because it's been basically six months now with COVID. And in the first three months, everyone was in denial and locked in, right? But now you can see in the news that businesses are actively adjusting their businesses. You can see things like, you know, businesses trimming down really, really hard now. You can see that businesses are announcing that they're gonna be remote forever. There are companies that are giving up multi-million dollar uh, lease contracts in San Francisco. All of these 
indicate that they're moving towards a more remote approach in office productivity. And in my opinion, DocuSign plays a big part in that. My hypothesis is that because people are doing more meetings remotely, it is very likely for people to be signing documents remotely more often as well. And therefore, I think that DocuSign will be adopted more readily. And as always, I use professionals' quantitative data to kind of set the stage for my hypotheses. And one of these indicators is that on Monthly Fool, they pointed out that the market size is around $25 billion right now, and they're expecting the market to double. I think that's a pretty good indication that a company like DocuSign is gonna do well. Packed with the fact that year over year, quarter over quarter, DocuSign is a very, very consistent grower. And so I don't think there's any risks for this company's overall growth projection, right? I think COVID is just accelerating it. So take that into consideration, right? Because the 11 approach in investing in general is that it might be a speculative bet now, but the fundamentals, there's a benchmark for it so that it still makes sense. Even if you miss the speculation, all you end up doing is holding the stock for longer until you make the money up or make even more money in a later time. This is why I recommend DocuSign. It's a safe bet, and I think there's a speculative play for the next three to six months. Now, there are two major concerns I have about DocuSign, and one of them is that the biggest competitor of DocuSign is Adobe. Adobe is, uh, has got a bunch of PDF-related stuff, a bunch of signing-related stuff, and anecdotally from what I've been hearing, a lot of people use Adobe's offerings with DocuSign's offerings. So that to me means that at the very least, DocuSign doesn't own the entire workflow yet. So with Adobe, who has very, very deep pockets, they still have a chance. Even though DocuSign is reportedly owning 70% of all of the you know, digital signing business right now. And this leads into my second concern, which is even though they have a shit ton of customers and they're doing very, very well in terms of you know, retention and engagement and this social viral aspect of things, you know, last quarter they signed 10,000 new customers and their average customer value has been going up in a very, very dramatic way. And this to me means that their business strategy might be that they're trying to play higher upstream and selling to larger customers or they're more focused on upsell opportunities with additional products that they have to offer. Unlike Zoom, where even before earnings, we've seen the news of them tackling new industries new parts of the world. Those are new market captures. With DocuSign, instead, I don't really see that in the news. I see them trying to tackle new parts of the workflow, which is what I discussed that I think is great, but it's more uh, niche to specific business verticals. Because of that, I'm not really sure if there's a, an explosive growth opportunity, but I think there is a reasonably high growth opportunity. And to me, this is confirmed by the fact that on their careers page, they're trying to hire a senior product manager that can discover, reveal new markets to capture. So to me, they're still working out what new markets to capture, which is a good sign, but to me, that just indicates that it's gonna take time for that to pay off. The conclusion to me is that it is now a great time to invest into DocuSign. Bigger growth is gonna come later on, especially when they're the market leader and they're trying to figure out how to capture more of the market. I don't think they have it down yet. I think they're more focused on upsell opportunities, which is perfectly fine. But I think that COVID is definitely gonna help them with a reasonably healthy boost. I do not think they're gonna knock it out of the park like Zoom, but I'll gladly accept if they do. And usually with these kind of plays, I will sell right after earnings. 
because I'm expecting an adjustment from the options traders. And then I will reevaluate either investing in something more interesting that can give me a quicker gain in the short term or put a little bit of money in and hold on for the long term. And as a general PSA, I usually don't recommend people invest in a company one or two days before the earnings come out. That is usually when you're taking the highest amount of risk with the lowest amount of gains because it's been ramping up for the last one to two weeks. So my recommendation is wait till the earnings is done so that you have a better idea of the direction of the company and figure out whether you like that. If you do, invest and see to the next three to six months. That being said, I break my rules all the time, so take that with a grain of salt. Have you noticed an increase in digital signage tools or maybe a competitor's tools becoming more prevalent? Please leave me a note. I love to hear from you guys, you know? Get your thoughts about how digital signing is working out for you guys. All right, that's all I have to say in this video. Thanks for watching, and I look forward to working with you next time. Thank you.